0: Hi, this is Tony Allen with signet 4713com Audio Gospel Way. Today's episode is titled, Unwelcomed Foreigners. Now, we all have been in positions or in atmospheres where the air gets thick when you walk into a room and you can sense the presence that they don't want you there for whatever reason. They don't want you there. Albeit, they don't know you. But there's something about your spirit. As soon as you walk in the door, everything goes silent. It's whatever being said. That spirit in those people automatically detects the spirit inside of you. And they go silent. Because they don't want to be judged by you or want you to think Differently of them now here's the thing if there's silence in the room That's a good thing Take it as a benefit because you're not going with the flow of the current You're going upstream meaning Your spirit is for Christ and theirs or for the world meaning They are doing the bidding for the enemy where you are trying to please God and keep your soul in good standing. Now, being born again gives you salvation, but there is a daily walk that we must constantly be uh, aware of and be on guard, not to fall by the wayside with the current, with those folks that are doing the world thing. You know, things that pleases the flesh. So, if you ever find yourself in a situation where you don't even have to say a word, but everybody goes silent, take that as a plus, not a negative, okay? Because your spirit, that enemy, can detect your spirit. Now, remember now. We're not at war at the flesh, all right? That's carnal thinking. We are at war. This is a spiritual battle. Now, the enemy, remember Jesus now, the the guy that was possessed with all those demons, he saw Jesus from a distance, and that spirit within him recognized who Jesus was. That man had no clue who Jesus was. It was a spirit that resided in him that detected the spirit in Jesus Christ when he came on shore. And the first thing that spirit said, What do you want to do with me, Jesus? What do you have to do with me? Are you here to torture me? And Jesus said, Come out of there. Come out of him, you know, you wicked and, and evil spirit. So Jesus' whole objective was to save the captives. To repossess the souls that were stolen by the enemy. So, that is the reason that this episode is titled, Unwelcome Foreigners. Because the ways of the world will not welcome you. No matter how much you try to fit in, it's not you. Don't take it personal. Look at it as a plus because there's a spirit inside of you that is for Christ. And that enemy does not, will never gel with your spirit. No matter what you try to do to try to fit in, you will never fit in. And it's by design. God has chosen you. You are an elect chosen people. All right. So look at it as a plus. Although I understand you're, 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 Flesh side can uh, try to take over and make you feel uh, down about situations where you feel like you don't know why people don't like you. Guess what? They hated Christ. They hated him to the point of death. All right. So just remember when when people come against you that don't even know you. For no reason, look at it it as a benefit, not a negative, because you are doing exactly what you should be doing. Now, remember, we are unwelcome foreigners. Now, remember the word foreigner. This is not your home. So, just look at it this way. When you have people show up at your house that... For whatever reason, y'all don't get along and they just show up. They are unwelcomed because there is nothing there that puts you two or whoever it may be at peace. So what's the point of the visit? We don't get along. All right, so why are you visiting? A lot of times the enemy will do that. To get you off course, to try to sway your thinking into their thinking, you don't want to do that. You want to always go against the current. Those that are flowing with the enemy has no problems. The world will love them, the the world accepts them, but the world will hate you, like Jesus said, because they hated him first. So expect these things to happen, and don't let your spirit. Uh, Be pulled down by the negative things that people may be saying or thinking, whatever it may be. Just know that you are here to do the work for Christ. Your soul is for Christ. Their soul is for the enemy. They're doing the enemy's bidding. Gossip, innuendos, all those things are ungodly. They're wicked. You don't want to have no part of that. Alright, so... Well, that being said, the first reading is going to come from First Peter chapter two, verse eleven. As it is written, beloved, I beg you now. Wow, this is powerful. These are God's words. Now remember, now Jesus said to Peter, the apostle Peter, uh, on this rock. He was talking about Peter. I will build my church. So when Jesus left, Peter was that 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 stone. That started the movement uh, spreading the gospel. Jesus said on this rock, Peter, he pointed out Peter. So, everything, Peter was that part of that foundation that Jesus started. Jesus, the cornerstone. And Peter is the rock that started the building of the church. All right? So, we are part of that uh, building also. We are stones in the process. All right? So, As it is written, verse 11, 1 Peter, chapter 2. Beloved, I beg you as sojourners and pilgrims. All right. Now, this is Peter. This He's telling you, this is not your home. All right. You are moving through. You are passing through. Your spirit and your soul are passing through. Your body, your flesh body is just a host of for your spirit and your soul okay just remember that i beg you as sojourners and pilgrims abstain from fleshly lust which war against your soul which war against your soul all right verse 12 having your conduct honorable among the gentiles that when they speak against you as evildoers. They may, by your good works which they observe, glorify God in the day of visitation. All right, let's move on. First Peter, chapter three, verse verse eight through uh, we're gonna continue reading, all the way through twenty two. All right. Finally, all of you, be of one mind, having compassion one another love as brothers be tender-hearted be courteous not returning evil for evil or reviling for reviling but on the contrary blessing knowing that you were called to this that you may inherit a blessing verse 10 for he who would love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil, and let his lips from, excuse me, and his lips from speaking deceit. Verse 11. Let him turn away from evil and do good. Let him pe- seek peace and pursue it. Verse 12. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, the righteous are those that are the right believing or right uh, justified through the blood of Christ and believe in Jesus by faith. We are the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayers. Now, watch this verse 12 is very important that you hear this for the eyes are of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. That is a very powerful verse. And you got to believe this in your heart. Now, it's one thing to read the Bible and see these words, but it's another thing to accept these words into your heart and believe it as truth in your heart. All right? It's all about the truth. God is all about the truth. Now, you got to believe this when He says it. Now, Excuse me. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. God is watching your every move. He's watching how you're going to handle situations. How you're going to handle yourself. Are you going to act like them? Are you going to start cursing and swearing like them? Are you going to let your flesh side get the better of you? Or are you going to stop, pump the brakes, recognize that the enemy is. Is trying to get you to do his bidding. All right. So for the eyes of the Lord. Are on the righteous. And his ears are open to their prayers. You want your prayers answered. You want your prayer. You want to have a good life. You want to see good days. It says let him refrain his tongue from evil. And his lips from speaking deceit let him turn away from evil and do good let him seek peace and pursue it all right so what are you going through these days what 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 is troubling you why are you looking at life as this big challenge that you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel how are you walking whose way are you following Jesus said, I am the way. Which way are you following? You got to really just just analyze your every step. Look at what you're doing on a daily basis. Look at who you're listening to. Look at what you're saying. Think about these things. All right. If you want a good life. If you want to see good days. You have to refrain your tongue from evil. And your lips from speaking deceit. These are the words of God. These aren't my gods. I'm just reading the gospel. I'm reading the truth of God. I'm reading his words. All right. I'm speaking to somebody out there. Somebody wants their life to turn around. But they're caught up in this system. This trap. The enemy. You want to let your friends down. Who are you trying to please then? You think your your friends are going to get you salvation? By losing a friend, you think that's the end? No, you're gaining Christ. When you uh, when you put all that dead work uh, uh, away from you and get it out of your life and start living for Jesus, watch how Jesus start turning things around for you. And in that process, those that you were running with see the difference. They going to want that too because at the end of the day, everybody is seeking peace. And Jesus is the only way to get that true peace, the peace that surpasses understanding. All right? So I'm going to read this again so you can fully understand what, it, what you have to do for God to hear your prayers. If you want your prayers answered, there are some things you have to do on this daily walk. All right? If you're going to follow Christ and you surrendered your life, it doesn't end there. You have to do your part. You have to uh, get away from the world system, the world ways. You got to stop clubbing. You know, you got to stop living for the weekend. What? I mean, this is the world's thinking. This is the world's way. We're going to live for the weekend. We're going to work hard every day. And then Friday, Saturday, we're going to live like heathens. All right. And just get out there and get buck Right. Well, watch happen. Watch what happens. You go out there and do the devil's bidding. He's waiting on the side of the road. He's just that snake, waiting to bite. As soon as you let your guard down, <clears throat> excuse me. As soon as you start doing the world's way, that snake will bite. That snake will bite, and you're gonna find yourself in a hot mess. And guess what? All those people that your so-called friends that you are running with, they will be nowhere to be found. When it all hits the fan, you're going to be there by yourself. You need to live for Christ who will never leave nor forsake you. Turn it around. Turn your life around. All right? He who would love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil. Let his lips Stop speaking deceit. Let him turn away from evil and do good. Let him seek peace and pursue it. Verse twelve: For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayers. So this this tells you right there: God hears your prayers when you're doing the right thing. When you're suffering. Because you're doing the right thing and you're staying on track and you're not allowing the world to derail you and your walk. God hears your prayers. His ears are open to our prayers. This is the word of God. I'm talking to somebody. I'm talking to somebody. The Lord, the Holy Spirit is telling you, turn it around. Turn it around. God loves you. He wants to do these things for you. There's some things in your life that you have to let go. There's some people in your life that you're going to have to let go. All right. They are not there for your benefit. And remember, we are foreigners in this land. So who are you living for? This world is not your final stop. That's just, we're just traveling through. We're just traveling through. There is something much greater waiting for you. So who are you living for? Who are you living for? I'm talking to somebody out there. Why are you constantly going through that revolving door and finding yourself in that same situation? It's not going to change. It's not going to change. The enemy wants to destroy you. You have to free yourself. And how do you do that? First of all, you got to make a decision and be true to yourself. Is this beneficial for me? The people I'm hurting in this process, constantly dragging them in my mud and murk and mire through all this negativity, it's not just my life, it's others that are being affected. Your moves and your negative actions affects a lot of people that love you. When will you turn it around? I'm speaking to somebody. The Lord is speaking to somebody right now. the Holy Spirit is speaking to somebody. When are you going to turn it around? When are you going to give your life to Christ? When when are you going to walk his way and not the world's way? When is it going to be more than just satisfying the flesh and pleasing the flesh? Out there clubbing, drinking, smoking, whatever it is. That's destruction. Yes, it may make you feel elevated. It may give you a, a, a false escape from reality. But that's all it is. That's all the enemy can provide you. A false escape from reality. Truth be told. Jesus is the only way. The truth and the life. He's the only way. You have to really commit your walk with him. He's committed to us. He's waiting for you. He's waiting for you. Stop complaining and blaming everybody about your situation as when you came into this world yes you had a parent and you had a father and a mother even if they weren't there for you to support you if you are at the age where you can understand right from wrong and you have the ability to read or hear you have no excuse to continue on a reckless path to destruction it's a choice at the end of the end of the day excuse me It is a choice taking these selfies as if you're big and high and mighty, yet you're empty, you're fragile, and you're lonely. Doing it the world's way, you're losing. You're losing. But guess what? Jesus came to to free the captives, to get us out of that trap. It's a trap. The enemy wants to keep you in the trap. It's a maze. He don't want you to find your way out. He don't want you to listen to this message. He he really don't want you to listen to what I'm saying. But guess what? God sees you. God sees you. And he's saying to this day, make a choice. Choose life. Now watch this. Verse 10, as it is written again. For he who, lo- he who would love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. Let him turn away <clears throat> excuse me, from evil or the world system and do good. Let him seek peace. Let him seek Jesus and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil, period. These are the words of God, okay? These aren't my words. I'm just reading the true gospel. I'm just passing it on as we all should be doing, passing it on. We are all knitted together. We are all knitted together, all right? And when Jesus walked this earth, He came to possess and subdue souls. That's what the devil is doing possessing and subduing souls. We are to be an army in the kingdom, soldiers for the kingdom, not living for ourselves. We are to bring everybody in, win souls for the kingdom. That's our purpose. This is why Jesus came. Yes, you're gonna have things come your, your way. You gotta work, you gotta do these things, other things. Yes, but you do have a voice. There are there is somebody, even if it's just one person, that you can pass on the gospel and tell them the good news, especially if you know that the road that they are on, it's a dead end. It's a dead end. You can help them navigate to a better life by giving them the passing the gospel on reading the word putting putting that word in your heart the good seed and watch what Jesus does he wants to turn your life and our lives around each day is a daily walk for Christ each day not just on sundays each day It's a daily walk for Christ. You should meditate and think about Jesus each day. When you wake up, thank you, Jesus. When you're traveling, thank you, Jesus. Before you go to bed, thank you, Jesus. Thank Jesus constantly. Thank the Father for the Son constantly, for what he has done for the entire world. It's the least you can do. It's the least we can do as children of God. Let's start living like that. Amen, and God bless.